You're listening to the Alternative Stories and Fake Realities Podcast. We are available on all major podcast platforms. Please subscribe to hear future episodes as they are released. Find out more about all episodes at alternativestories.com. The audio drama in this episode is called Porcelain and stars Micah Cottingham as Echo. I have always been told my voice is beautiful. From the first tentative notes in a kindergarten concert to my most recent performance, the reviews have been the same. Amazing pitch and control. Golden tones. A voice above all others. My voice has been compared to the song of nightingales, the gently plucked strings of a harp, the sound of water trickling from a mountain stream. And her beauty. Her beauty and the tone of her voice are perfectly matched. A miracle of creation. A million to one that the two should converge in one individual. Music has been everything to me. My first guitar, I remember the day taken to the music store by my father. A gift for my 12th birthday. I showed her one chord. An A. Nice and simple. Three fingers in a line. Hold them close to the fret and just drum down. And there you go. A major. But then she sings it back and the store just seems to go silent. Guys looking around to see where this voice has come from. And there she is. This awkward kid with a hundred dollar guitar. Stopping the traffic. I play until my fingers blister and bleed. I play through the pain and beyond it. I go to sleep with grooves down my fingertips, and I cut my nails down to the quick. And pretty soon she knows A, G, and D. And right there, that's a thousand songs. I work through a songbook. The Beatles, Dylan, Neil Young, and every Appalachian folk tune ever written. She sings Pretty Sorrow, Fit to Break Your Heart. Rings every ounce of emotion from it, and still, still only thirteen. I learned to finger pick, controlling the rolling motion of finger over finger, one string at a time, and experiment with singing to this new, softer rhythm. You're the beautiful space between a cry and a lie. No song I write will have the Add sharps to flats, A major seven, a bunch of minor chords to the growing repertoire. Start to record myself on a laptop in my bedroom, make recordings for my friends for their birthdays, post my songs on YouTube. And people start to say they prefer her versions to some of the originals. She's only 14. And then one day, hard on the heels of my first broken heart, named Ben, complete idiot, I find myself singing some words from my head in a tune I pulled from the air against chords that I don't recognize from anyone else's song. And while you're out there searching for a beautiful life Don't forget to live the one you got tonight She played her first original song to me when she was 15. Rough around the edges for sure, but getting there. And of course, made for her voice. I find a way of expressing myself in the combination of words and melodies, and I get to sing my thoughts, my fears, my concerns, 
and my desires. Her writing doesn't miss a beat. I see the same easy progression in her composition as I did in her playing. She starts with a simple verse-chorus-verse. Then drop in bridges and instrumental passages. A key change, slowly building introductions. Get friends to add bass and drums, some subtle keyboards. Starts to master arrangements. Songs rising and falling with the emotion in her lyrics. And start to get asked to play parties, high school concerts, and then do support slots at the local music bar. Begins to draw a bigger crowd than these out of town, up and coming, would be big shots she's opening for. Starts to feel like an exciting roller coaster ride. Starts to feel that it has its own momentum, its own pace, an upward trajectory that just keeps on rising. I take the name Echo from my initials, Emily Christina Horner. Give or take a little poetic license. It allows me to hide behind something, something that isn't me, that isn't just plain Emily Horner. Echo is a role I can play, an actress or a writer. My songs are about characters I invent, not about Emily. Even the ones that are most definitely about Emily. A shadow across the sun. The first hint of something not quite right. Stage fright. For the first time ever. I become anxious for no reason ahead of an exam. Sitting in the passenger seat of my dad's car, I get this premonition of... A pickup pulls from a line of stationary traffic right into my path. We avoid the head-on, but he ends up in the ditch and she ends up... In pieces. I am a porcelain doll. Beautiful, but fragile. Dropped to the floor and shattered to a million shiny, ominous pieces. I bring her tea, let her work it out for herself. Give her space and time to breathe. Wish like hell that her mother was here to be with her. But she died when Emily was just three. I am 17, and the world seems huge and terrifying. Books to read, paper and pens to scribble her thoughts, a new guitar. My first Martin, an action like, like nothing I've ever played. I can play as easily as I can tap the fingers of my left hand. Strings that sing like a gently plucked harp. Break every jar of loose change in the house. Sell things, work extra hours at weekends. And gradually, gradually, 
the darkness seems to lift. My porcelain pieces gluing back together. I hear the slowly strummed Martin, beautiful melodies. And Echo sings the words that Emily dare not. Sings about the darkness and a world closing in around her. Sings of being porcelain and of shattering on a stone floor. Sings for Emily, of Emily, deep from Emily's soul. Words that Emily would never sing. But it is Echo, a mask to hide behind. So if you wonder what I'm doing And you picked up that phone Well, just hang it up I'm not around, no, I'm not coming home So if you wonder what I'm doing If you wonder what I'm doing Now if you wonder what I'm doing My first EP Don't Half a dozen songs, and the challenge is not what to put on there, but what to leave off. My first proper time in a studio, and my heart is more alive than it's ever been. Surrounded by creativity and cool, like-minded people, my porcelain doll seems a million miles away. Sells well, a review in Pitchfork, the Free Press runs a feature on our local songbird. Writing for an album. Mixing darkness with light, playing with arrangements, weird tunings, listening to African blues and English folk, taking it all in like a sponge. She's 21 now. On tour with Nick Cicero, opening for him each night of a 30-night slog around the States. Rave reviews, emptying pre-gig bars, people getting to the venue early to catch the support act, selling $100 worth of merch each night being invited back to venues for opening slots in the future. One night at the tractor in Seattle, backstage between my set and his, a kiss. Just a moment barely lasts a second. Our eyes meet and... I play my set thinking of her. See her at the side of the stage. Her foot tapping. Her smile as warm as an August sunrise. His words, more vivid than last night, weaving in and out of my own still-buzzing post-show ego. Some shows she joins him on stage, harmonizes beautifully on his songs. Drags out meaning and emotion he alone never could. Crowds go wild and journalists compare the harmonies to the Civil Wars. To Emmy Lou and Graham back in the day. Share a bed in San Francisco. His hungry hands undressing me roughly, kissing like the world is about to end. Make love backstage in LA. And then one day he gets this phone call. His record company. Sales suddenly growing massively. A two-minute excerpt of one of my songs on national TV. Another getting solid radio play on college radio. Shows getting busier, rowdier. I'm asked to support Wilco on a dozen dates of their summer arena tour. Arenas? Invited onto radio shows everywhere we play. Getting to know each other better each night. Exploring his body and feeling his own fingers exploring mine. 
experiencing lust and love and desire for the first time, feeling that this is my destiny, thinking of how we can be together after the tour, a joint album, get our own band together, do dual lead vocals, a house in a small town somewhere, teaching our kids A, D, and G. Getting photographed a lot, posters with my face at venues when we arrive. This mixture of pride and desire each time I see him play his songs to an audience, hearing snippets of conversations from the audience. They say original, great voice. This guy could be huge. Selfies with fans, trying to get my best side in every picture, always trying to look my best. Trying to figure out some of the things he does on guitar whilst watching him from the side of the stage, trying to catch his eye during songs. Shows getting crazier and more intense. Small, sweaty venues. A handful of press photographers in front of the stage each night. Looks of resentment. Girls genuinely seeming to hate me. Just for knowing him. Just for sharing a stage with him. Girls waiting at the end of the show for autographs and chats. Camera phones in my face constantly. The tour ends soon. We go our separate ways. In two weeks, I fly to Chicago to meet him. At O'Hare, we hug and take a cabin to the city. His apartment is cool. A loft on the sixth floor. Great views over the city, but he seems distracted. All these pictures to go through. Photographer proofs from the shoots in the last day or so. He seems somehow obsessed with the way he comes across in photographs. I tell him he looks great in all of them, but he keeps asking. Do you think I look better from the left or right? If I hold my chin up slightly, does that make me look more kind of creative? I want to talk about us. Even about me. It's all about him. This one is amazing. The gray t-shirt looks good with this jacket. I hoped we'd make music. Go to a restaurant for dinner. Even just sit on the couch and watch a movie. Hey! Come over to this mirror. Stand behind me so you see what I see. If I tilt my head like this, do you think I look kind of cool or gawky? After a couple of days, I decide to fly home early. I make an excuse about my dad being ill. As I board the plane, I realize it's over. Over before it even really started. I picked her up at the airport. She seemed deflated and low. I feed her soup and, just like those black days a few years ago, give her time to get back on her feet. Turning once again to porcelain. Fragile and vulnerable. My world seems to darken and close in on me. I'm a porcelain doll once again. Intermittently, I hear crying from her room. Leonard Cohen and Nick Drake are all I play. Black-eyed dog suddenly makes sense. At least I still hear music from her room. That's one thing, I guess. A black-eyed dog he called at my door. A black-eyed dog he called for more. 
a black-eyed dog, knew my name. Encourage her to pick up the guitar. Write her way out of her mood, the way she did last time. I'm invited to do some shows with Laura Veers in Portland and Eugene, up to Seattle, but there's no way. I politely turn them down, but can't stop thinking about the opportunity I'm missing. Off her food, I call in the doctor, just for a chat. But I don't want to talk, to him or anyone. He leaves me these tiny pills, a note that says, one a day. See me again in two weeks. I never should have, but I encouraged her to start taking them. I'm not putting that in my body. I don't need anything. I'm... I'm fine. precious thing I've ever owned. Strum down the strings with a soft plectrum and don't like the sound. Hate the sound. It seems harsh, jarring. I check it with a tuner, every string perfectly in tune. Change the strings, let the new one stretch a little and then retune. The same jarring discordant. To my ear, at least. At first, I think the sound of her guitar is a good thing. I try to sing. Something. Anything. One of my own songs, but the words won't come. I try and try over the next few days, but nothing I've written seems to reflect who I am anymore. Something in my throat, or more likely in my mind, seems to stop the words from coming. I ask her if she's taking the pills. I tell him yes, but I haven't started yet. Not sure if I will. All I want to do is sleep and watch old movies. Weeks pass. A month since she's returned from her Chicago trip. Still porcelain. Still feel like I could shatter to pieces. All you'd need to do would be to look at me the wrong way. Ask me the wrong question. Play me a Nick Cicero song or ask me. Did you finish the pills? We could get the doctor back in. Oh, I hear your voice. Journalists call. Promoters. Friends wanting to hear me sing again. I tell them I can't. Not right now. Echo isn't well, I tell them. Wasting to nothing. And now and again, driving back from my night shift along the road that skirts the forest in the first light of a spring morning. The local DJ will play one of her songs. I hear it too, and it feels like someone else. Someone I used to half know. Certainly not me, or rather, certainly not Emily. <laughs> 
gradually back on her feet, starting to see friends again. Spring turns into summer, and she accepts an invitation to play a short set at the bandstand on our little town's 4th of July celebration. Forcing myself to pick up the guitar once again, think about singing. It's good for me. Gives me a project. And I stand there alongside my friends, the proudest father you could ever imagine, as the warm sun sinks behind the town hall, and the smell of the barbecue drifts across the expectant crowd. And I sing. I get up there, smile like I mean it, and I sing. Every song a cover. Every one of her own beautiful, lilting, wistful, and poignant songs left on the shelf. The crowd doesn't seem to mind. At the end of the set, she says, Thank you so much. This means so much to me. I've been Emily Horner. Good night. And then I understand. Then it sinks in. Echo? She's gone. Wasted away along with her songs. All that remains of her is her voice on those two recordings. Sixteen songs and a promise never to be fulfilled. You look like love, you look like death But they're the same things, just different letters I hope you don't think I mean anything bad by that Oh, I just mean I haven't she never writes another original song, dedicates herself just to repeat the words of other writers, doesn't even try to write, doesn't want to. I'm not sure why to this day, but I couldn't be happier to have Emily back. Does, does that make sense? Don't look for me. Don't try to find me. I'm not there. It's the little things you say that get me. But don't say my name again unless you finish it with darling. I still want you the same as I did on that day. You said, show me all the things that I missed the first time the dust cleared. There's copper in the wine, seven in our lives. In Porcelain, Micah Cottingham played Echo. Andrew Woods played her father. And Nathan Powell played Nick. Narration in this episode is by Kelly Winkler. Original music was by Micah Cottingham and Chris Gregory and sound effects were from freesounds.com. Micah's music is from her debut EP, Singularity, more of which later. Porcelain is an Alternative Stories 2019 production.
We are delighted that Micah Cottingham, a musician, songwriter, and singer herself, agreed to play the part of Echo in our dramatization. Performing under the name Micah, she has released an excellent EP called Singularity, and we are delighted to promote this and introduce you to some of the other music and artists mentioned in the story. We have set up a Spotify playlist, which you will find a link to on the Alternative Stories website, featuring some of Micah's songs, alongside those of Nick Drake, Laura Veers, Wilco, and more. You'll also find more about Micah and her music, and about the phenomenon of cover versions and tribute acts there, at alternativestories.com. Echo and Narcissus is one of the most famous of the stories from Ovid's Metamorphosis. In the story, the nymph Echo has her voice taken from her by the goddess Hera, who curses her having suspected that she was being seduced by Hera's husband Zeus. Therefore, she is only able to repeat the last words spoken to her by others. Narcissus was a beautiful hunter from the Laconian region of the southern Peloponnese in Greece. A string of women fell in love with him, but he rejected them all, apparently causing some of them to take their own lives, because of the grief or rejection, or even to prove their unfailing devotion to him. In Ovid's story, Echo sees Narcissus and immediately falls in love with him, but is unable to express this love because of Hera's curse. He rejects her, and she assumes the life of a hermit, inhabiting remote valleys and caves, where her voice still echoes back to visitors to this day. Narcissus, having rejected all previous amorous advances, catches sight of his own reflection in a pool of water and falls in love with it. Becoming obsessed with his looks, but ultimately unable to secure the object of his desires. The term narcissism relates to narcissists and refers to people who become obsessed with their own looks and image. Cynics in our modern times have blamed a good deal of current narcissism on the ease of capturing images or selfies on smartphones and of social media platforms for providing an outlet for these images creating stars and celebrities of individuals purely because of their looks and the images they project on their social media feeds. In our story, Nick, although undoubtedly talented, falls prey to the trappings of fame and attention that inevitably come with his increased exposure in the music press. If you are a music lover who maybe hasn't been to a gig for a while, please consider going to a local venue and checking out the acts playing there. Live music is one of the great pleasures of life, and it is generally many times more rewarding to see a band or artist perform live than to listen to their recorded output. In the age of Spotify and streaming platforms that do not adequately reimburse artists for their music, live performances are increasingly critical to performers. So if you have enjoyed this episode, make a resolution to check out some live music where you live. To find out more about the actors and writers appearing in this podcast, please visit our website at alternativestories.com. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, CastBox, and all of your favorite podcast providers. For more information or to contact us, please visit alternativestories.com. Please press subscribe to be sure of hearing future episodes as they are released. <laughs>